0: oua icom and enter promo code ANDY for 15% off any product. That's dot com with promo code ANDY. I've got sass, class, and more than a bit of ass.
1: I'm an open book, darling, but nobody reads me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, I just got thoroughly red. Oh my god, my tagline was not as good. <laughs> I was like, "What's the?" Ro-? I felt like I needed to have a little bit of a Tamra Judge moment. Yeah, you know, her taglines are always just like da 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 da, yeah. da. and they're never really that great. But they're like never they're, great. they're good. But they're they're but never great, and and neither the, is Tamra. They
1: <laughs> get the job done. <laughs> yeah, In she's that, also terrible.
0: <laughs> so it's consistent. Um, you guys, it's Andy's Girls. It's episode a hundred and eighty six. Oh my gosh. Holy shit. shit. <laughs> and <it's>, I- <laughs> <laughs> and I am so excited to have a return guest to the People's People's Couch. He is a comedian. He is a writer. He has thoughts and feelings and love and joy about all things Salt Lake City. And I am so glad that he has returned to Andy's Girls. It is none other than fill Henry Philip Henry, how are you? I'm
1: so good, Sarah. Oh my god, this! (laughs) I'm so excited. You picked like I was so excited when you asked me to come. I was like, oh my god, because a new one, a new franchise is always like the best time to come. I'm like, oh, I was like, I have so many thoughts about this. They are Uh, great.
0: They are great, and I also feel like well, first off, we got like the gift of gifts with a bonus episode this week. So guys go to bravotv.com go to bravo tv's twitter it's also i think on their youtube page episode 3 is up we're going to talk about both 2 and 3 and i don't want to say this cuz i don't want to jinx it knock on wall but is this maybe a perfect series like first season for a new series at least in like modern american history
1: uh yeah i think right now it's giving it's giving to me like It has very good, like, uh, Beverly Hills first season vibes, which were, like, it was, like, which was, like, in, like, kind of, like, out of, you were, like, oh, this is perfect. This is great. Uh, We got to see these people, especially, like, uh, in Beverly Hills, you got to see, like, very wealthy people become, like, like, Mm -hmm. totally unhinged, right? We got so much Mm -hmm. good drama out of that season. And you, like, couldn't have imagined that, like, Kyle and Kim Richards had, like, kind of the, like, deep-seated, like, hatred for, like, issues that they Mm had. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so what this is gearing up, what I think I like about it is that it has, um, you don't, it has such a heavy religious focus, which is kind of new, right? Like, there have been, like, like, religious housewives before, but, like, the Mormon women, they're, like, it's their whole personality, and it, like, kind of guides their, like, entire way of life, but then they're also, like, drunk and acting wild, and then their fights are these fights are A+. Plus. They're like the most silly housewife fights I've ever, like, ever, with there's ever been.
0: And I'm glad you brought up the Mormon aspect, because I think for many of us, when we heard Salt Lake City, we thought it was going to be Mormon-heavy and almost pristine, where yes. people would be maybe afraid about getting into like the muck of it all and what's so nice is that we see people in the is it LDS in oh, Latter-day 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 Latter-day. Yeah. yeah people in LDS people who have left of their own accord or been excommunicated because yeah. they've chosen to get divorced we have our first ever um, Muslim housewife which yeah. is phenomenal with Jen Shah we have fucking um, Meredith giving me the waspiest Hebrew vibes <laughs> I have (laughs) ever experienced and as a Jew with like family members who do not touch each other I very much see my soul in Meredith where she's like kind of cold and very dry I'm like this is I I know this this is (laughs) this
1: lives in my blood like (laughs) like, gay child and she's like okay okay like he's like this was embarrassing you have to do something about it she's like okay I will I love that he bullies his mom also. Like, I,
0: I love it. I Brooks for days, the vibe is there. They're like vibing off each other. I feel like Salt Lake City started, and because of whatever's been happening around the scenes, they like got a new production company or whatever. Get yeah. all this extra footage. They put in a ton of extra time. It's been edited within an inch of its life. And whereas, you know, Potomac Veer's a little almost like, wacky with a wink and a nod but also with high drama in their edit yeah salt lake city feels like classic housewives but a franchise that has learned its lessons already yeah. you know both specific to its own filming experience and also what do people want to see we want to see glam we want to see people with actual stakes in relationships yeah we want people who care about Loving and sometimes harming each other. (laughs) We want to see Heather genuinely offended at the idea that Lisa Barlow Mariah carried her. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, we want these people who are like no i went to college 20 years ago do not and i didn't flash anybody. like if the if someone's saying that you flashed someone is the worst possible thing and i get it because they like went to bring them young or whatever yeah i mean iconic the stakes are so (laughs) high and also somehow so low and i'm just into it
1: it's exactly that i'm like these stakes seem so high and so low at the same time i'm like who cares if Lisa Barlow doesn't remember you from, like, 20 years ago? Like, I wouldn't remember people that I went to college with now. And, like, that's okay. I'm like, there could be people that would be like, yeah. And i am like, yeah, we probably did hang out a few times, and I still don't remember who you are, and it was not that long ago. Like, it wasn't 20 years ago. Um, but it has everything, right? Like, we've got mm-hmm. the stakes of that. The, like, you smelled like a hospital thing is ah! would- <laughs> legitimately maybe the funniest housewife thing ever and I love that like Mary didn't let off of it either right Mm -hmm. like she's like I'm not going. she's like you did smell like the hospital because you Mm -hmm. being upset about me saying it is just as silly as like you coming and knowing that you were in a hospital all day and like maybe not putting on a little bit of perfume Right? Like, you know that, like, like anyone who's been to a hospital knows that the smell travels. So it's honestly weird that you don't, like, I'm like, I know. I've been in a hospital before. Like, the smell (laughs) travels. You hung out. And, like, maybe it's insensitive to your aunt. But I don't think that's really what she was saying. Right? I think, like, Jen Shaw is, she's one of those people who seems very visibly uncomfortable when things are not about her. And mm-hmm. and which is great in a housewife, right? Because they're always going like she's refighting this fight with Mary even after she's apologized, right? And like we thought they made up, and now they're like, no, we're gonna fight about this again. Um, they're good. Can
0: I ask you? Can I ask you about Jen How much of Jen do you think is Jen being Jen versus? performative housewifery everybody that goes on housewives is going to be in some way an elevated version of themselves you have a camera crew following you around you know millions of people are going to be watching you in six months or a year you feel the pressure you want to make sure that there are stakes there that there is conflict there. yeah but there's some aspect of Jen where I feel like I don't know I don't know if it's all the assistants and all the team and I'm like I don't it, understand where the, this is coming from it,
1: that's the fake part I, of it for me is the is that Jen Shaw is well. She's on a she's on a mission and like tour to be like the OG housewife of SLC of SLC, and it's very clear, Mm -hmm. right? Like she, I'm like you did a whole you took production and did a whole filming of you getting ready in your outfit the day before
0: the day before so
1: that you could like and you brought like all of your team this whole team i'm like if you have four assistants then really what it means is you have four bad assistants when you could just have one good (laughs) assistant like i'm like your life i understand like i'm like your life is not that busy like gem that you need four assistants like I don't think Good. Bethany Frankel has four assistants and she's running like a multi-million dollar company. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Like, I'm like, what do you have four assistants for? But it is Like the whole microphone in the house, like all of it is... But it's like the, the perfect amount of carrying on for me where I'm like, I, I'll let you get away with this. Mainly because I love watching the other girls react to it. Like Whitney mm-hmm. was so visibly like... She was looking at her like watching like uh, at the like baby shower... And Whitney's mm-hmm. like, I can't believe that she's still fighting with this. And, like, wants to fight with Meredith about this now because Meredith doesn't want to be mad that Mary said that you smelled like a hospital one time. like, God knows how long ago it was at that
0: for right, it to amen. be, like, this
1: whole thing. Um, I just think that she's, she's putting on. She's absolutely putting on for the cameras. But, like, that's kind of her job, I guess. And... And if she didn't That's have true. this, if she didn't have this fight with Mary, we'd probably lack. there'd be like a lack of conflict in the show right now, right? Like, this big fight with Mary is kind of, like, setting everybody, like, is setting all of the the housewives on this, like, course to have, d- like, something mm-hmm. about it. Because I think Heather's got to get over the Lisa Barlow thing eventually. Like, she doesn't remember you. It's okay. I like Lisa's energy, too. She has, She's has, like, she's very, like, a very New York energy about her.
0: I love how passive aggressive she is. Uh-oh. And also like when she's aggressive, she's so dry that you don't really realize you've been stabbed until a minute later when you're like, where's this blood coming from? <laughs> yeah. like, it's, she's just, she's like very much like she will take no prisoners. She will threaten you. Like when, uh, what's her, fa- is it Whitney? When Whitney, I just forgot her name for a second. <laughs> Apologies. Um, Said that whole thing about, you know, your bartenders were drinking my product, essentially like stealing product, and were a hot mess. And she called her after to say, here's the deal. If you talk shit about my company again, I'm going to say that you're sleeping with other people. Like that is to go that quick and that hard this early, or at least in our experiences this early, and to truly get so visibly exasperated by some of this stuff. Like you can tell she's just annoyed by Heather, like the energy that each of them brings. They're all so important. Yeah,
1: It's really well, because like Heather is like, seems like she's running, like she is desperate for uh, like acceptance, right? Like she yeah. just, she like, really has to be taken seriously. And she feels like Mm -hmm. the other girls, like, really aren't. And uh, I think it's also that, like, she's a divorcee. And, like, Mm -hmm. she's... And everyone else is married. Even though Meredith is, like, separated now. But, like, her husband's still around, kind of, right? Right. And so, for Heather, she's kind of, like, the... She's on the outside, and she's, like, desperate for that acceptance in the group. And then I feel they do just have such a everybody's weirded out by Mary's situation. Like, that's, like, Mm -hmm. a collective shared thing. That's also very interesting to me, also, uh, because she's Black, right, for me? And I'm like, I'm like, this, like, marrying your step-granddad, like, has white people written all over it. (laughs) Like, it really does. So it is, it's like when we get, like, I love that in the sense that, like, I love, like, when, like, when bad, like, gay people do bad things and let's, like, be gay do crimes. But, I'm like, we need gay villains, right? Like, not every gay should be a hero. Like, everybody, like, we shouldn't like them all. And so, like, I love Mm. having Mary and, like, living this, like, in this, like, hillbilly drama where she's, like, (laughs) I married my step-granddaddy so that I could get a nice house. And I'm like, oh! And had a baby with him at that. Had a baby I'm with like, you him. Have a child. I didn't like. I and that didn't register. Like that never clicked to me until like this last. I was like, oh, they. She didn't just marry him. She actually had a kid with him too, uh, which is very like strange. It was like, oh, you like really married your granddad. <laughs> like, what a weird, it is, it's so strange to me, but really, really good, everybody's, like, collectively weirded out by that, and then, like, Whitney's, like, excommunicated, Whitney is, like, God to your health life to me, like, she is already, like, by, I love, Whitney. She's
0: Whitney, great. I love that for you. Honey. I love her. Tell me more, because some people are like, Whitney, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, Whitney is incredibly important. You need somebody with, like, quasi Cynthia Bailey vibes yeah, on exactly. every franchise. Yeah, exactly. You really do. You need to have a soft beta who empathizes, who cares, who's a you obviously a good person. Tell me about your love for her. I want to hear all about this.
1: I, I just really like, like, she has good vibes for me. She's like, I'm married. She's like, listen, I got divorced at 17, uh, which I'm like, I'm like, babe, you got married at 17 is the story. <laughs> and she's like, I got divorced at 17 and married a man 18 years my senior. And I'm like, the story <laughs> is is that you got married at 17. And she's like, and I think she was pregnant at the time, or something, and she said she. I I like I I feel but like she's, I forget I, but they've I forget. been
0: together for a long time. They've but, been together for like fifteen years, married for ten, like yeah. a long time. and so I'm like,
1: I'm like, you're still together, which is like a testament to the fact that you made the right decision, right? Like, you're Amen. like 100%. good for good for you guys, but uh, it it does have it. She has these like strange, like, young Luann vibes that, like, to me, that, like... Really? Just, like, well, like, married... Tell me more, tell me more. Like, married to someone much older than her, kind of, like, Mm -hmm. living this, like, like living this life. But they seem to be, like, very supportive of each other. But she running... Like, she's the only one who seems... Like, she seems normal in comparison to everybody else on the show, which is... Uh, which is very, very odd, considering, like, she's a little odd, too. I like the party that, like, I was like, she threw a 1920s party. It's so basic, but she really leaped into it. <laughs> she's like, threw, I'm throwing a 1920s party, and I'm going to be dressed, and she stays in character the whole time through the party, oh and God, I'm I like, love I love you. <laughs> I just do. I don't know what it is. I click. What I part. feel like
0: if we looked at Salt Lake City through the lens of, like, Us. Remember the movie Us with Jordan Peele? Yeah. And you were thinking about, like, who's your tether? Yeah. Like, who's the person? And I don't mean this in, like, the tether in, in, like, a negative way. Yeah. But, like, who is the housewife that this Salt Lake City housewife seems like could have been in another world? I think personally less Luann and more Stephanie Holman. I think somebody who is like empathetic, sweet, living a very good life, has some stuff like Stephanie's struggles with like depression, yada, yada, and Whitney's stuff with her father and addiction and supporting him financially, emotionally, spiritually, however else.
1: That's fair.
0: Right? Like, do you see, I see a little bit of a vibe of somebody who is important, who's key, who's less problematic probably than several other of these women and who like wants to support people and is also like what the fuck is going on yeah you know like she's not necessarily interested in playing in the mud and there are times where she's gonna get a little bit splashed yeah you know and i think it's so I think it's one of the reasons why I'm like mesmerized by Salt Lake City because you have so many like drama. You have like so many different kinds of personalities that feel like they exist on other franchises that have never before existed together, together in a collective. Yeah. And that is why I think everyone is losing their mind. So if there was one houseway for you to feel spiritually on salt lake city like you're like this is my person is that um whitney for you
1: i love whitney i don't think that she's yeah. like i don't think that like i don't see her as a me i think like at every yeah. season you want to find like a like a a housewife that like is like this is me i'm i'm her mm-hmm. exactly. and i don't think that it, i don't think whitney's that person for me but i think that mm-hmm. i like whitney Honestly, if we're being honest about who I yeah, am, I'm absolutely Jen Shaw. Like, that <laughs> is, like, I'm absolutely, like, I'm that girl. Like, I, if I'm on a Housewife show, I'm like, yeah, I have three assistants, whatever, like, putting on <laughs> and, like, wanting to fight and wanting the attention is absolutely me. Um, I know that about myself, which is fine. It's either Jen Shaw or it's Meredith for me. And I... I'd say it's more genshaw than anything. Like she is she is wild, but in the way that like I feel like I don't I don't hold it against her in any way. I'm like, I get it. I'm like, I get it. You this is her thing, especially because like her husband's always gone. Her kids yeah. like seem very uninterested in her <laughs> and yeah. like her antics. And so she's like, This is my life now, is real housewives. And she's put all of her energy into it. She doesn't even have anyone to film with about the drama. She films with with her assistants mm-hmm. to talk about it. She's like, yeah, that's a downer. I mean. <laughs> I'm like, you're filming with Crystal. Like, you it says Crystal's <laughs> second assistant. And you're like, Meredith says that we can't have a sleepover tomorrow, and blah, blah. and I'm like, you should be having this conversation with another housewife, not like, not like one of your assistants. It's very strange. Or
0: a friend. Yeah,
1: like or a friend that you have that maybe not isn't on that isn't on the show. But even like even like Kim Zolciak, for like when mm-hmm. she didn't have someone to film, she's like, I'm calling Miss J or like I'm calling Miss mm-hmm. Lawrence or like they're calling Derek J or somebody else to come in and like play friend for them. And she's like, mm-hmm. nah, just like this girl I got on payroll, like she'll do. And I'm like, she's I'm like, this woman does not is not invested in this in the same way. You need to have like um an actual friend that you can talk to.
0: I completely agree, and I think that Kim Zolciak is a really great comparison because you look at Kim Zolciak – I mean, I haven't watched Tarney for the Party in a very long time, but yeah. from what I understand from previews, I'm forced to sit through in between watching Salt Lake City 800 times. Um, you know, the whole thing with Kim is that she has that chef, Tracy, yeah. and she's become very isolated. Like, they're very isolationist. It's only now Kim – From what I understand, Kim and Croy and their kids and the chef. And that is – if that is your real life, that is slightly terrifying. Yeah. But like, it's great to be like, my kids are my man's man, But, like, you need to have people outside your house to talk to. People who are contemporaries, who are the same fucking age as you, or at least act as maturely or lack thereof as you. Yeah. And... When you look at Jen, it's like, okay, well, maybe that's one of the reasons why she comes into this these scenes, these moments, these events at like 100. Yeah. Because she's surrounded by people who are only existing to act as an echo chamber and to amp her up. She wants to be the star. She signed on in her head. She was like, my contract says that I'm the lead snowflake. Like, she, yeah. <laughs> she's like the center snow in her heart and mind. And for many viewers, they're like, yeah, this is... She, she has taken on that kind of mystique. I don't think she will live in that space terribly long. I think she's shining bright.
1: Who do you think going bright. to you, think's gonna fill it?
0: Well, so here's the thing. Okay, so I love that you are a Jen Shaw Meredith Rising. I, <laughs> the second that I met Heather Gay, like in my head, yeah. I had a Zoom with her, I die for her. I just feel for her. I love her as a little bit of an outsider to this world that she used to inhabit where she like wants it, but she wants to critique it. She knows it's unhealthy to like live in the world where you're trying for perfection. Yeah. But she also started a very successful plastic surgery company or health spa with needles. Yeah. Because she knows <laughs> that it's like the ethos of so many of these women. So she's like critiquing it, but she's also lonely and she wants to have a part of it, ideally with someone that she like wants to fuck cuz i apparently that's like her learning le- I mean, I look at Heather Gay and I'm like, Heather Gay, I am you. I want to be you. I, I already exist as you. So I don't even know what that dream w- would contain. But I love her. I think she's so empathetic. I love her. Her, How expressive she is when she feels like she's being personally insulted. There is no way of hiding it on her face. I am exactly the same way. The way that she reacts where she's just like disgusted by something. I learned a lot apparently about myself. I didn't know that a thumbs up emoji was a go fuck yourself yeah. until I watched. I had no idea. I sent thumbs up emojis. So I but appear but she knew, like Heather Gay knew when the producer in the confessional, which was such a great moment, she was already so rattled. Yeah. And the producer was like, Remember that moment where you sent a thumbs up? And she's like, Uh-huh. It was that a fuck you. You
1: fucking bet it. It was. That like-
0: stupid fuck. <laughs> yeah. That is. <laughs> the kind of energy I that do I, I, like, aspire. I
1: like. I do like her. This is this. It's strangely enough, I think that Jen is like on OG track, but I don't know if I don't know if she has mm-hmm. it in her to sustain it. Right? Like mm-hmm, the job. Exactly. Like that's a hard one. It that's the heaviest crown to wear, and most of them end up getting chopped anyway. Uh, because people end up sick of them and it doesn't make you doesn't like make people don't like you like in the long run right like I think like Lisa Vanderpump was like bef- was like that mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills and by the end of it I was like I couldn't wait for her to be off the show right mm-hmm. um, and even like Teresa went off like and was like well, well we don't like you anymore either we're losing Ramona is insufferable at this point right and I can't and she's I'm like why do we keep her here? Like, she's, but she, the thing with Ramona also is that she knows it's her job and she engages in it. Some people who, like, there are other OGs who don't do, like, Nene, like, if it has reached a point where she's, like, mm-hmm. she doesn't understand. I was like, this is your job, babe. Like, you, like, mm-hmm. you have to be a part of this. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm like, you have to retain. And that's the thing. I think the job of being an OG takes a lot of, lot of work. And I don't know that it's sustainable. Like, that Jen can sustain it.
0: I mean, Lord knows she does love herself some recycled materials. Judging by that Biden dress she was wearing, it was like, did you see that photo of her on Instagram, Jen Shaw, where she's covered in campaign? phenomenal signage (laughs) key she understands she supports the environment in which she's trying to remain in the midst um the one pushback that I would say is I completely agree with you about LVP I completely agree with you about Ramona who's just like so tired and I'm so concerned about next season of New York's judging by some little clips and stuff we've seen I just I have a lot of fear about it but on New Jersey here's the thing with Teresa Teresa is somebody that I hated I loathed her during Strippergate. I was like get this woman fucking away from me team Melissa for life team Caroline like we're gonna talk about Danielle being the clown I say clownery all over this and then she went away she went to camp she <laughs> came back and I was like do I love her now I don't know what it is I think because Teresa at the end of the day She will do nothing but work. She only cares about cashing the check when it comes to Bravo. And I mean that in the best. I mean, that is like the greatest compliment. Like she is a housewife. She goes to all of these appearances, all of these events. She's Lord knows supporting her entire family. But she doesn't necessarily fall into the trap of becoming so personally invested that she will self implode as she used to. Yeah. Like I think now she's in a spot where she's like. I'm super famous. I've made a shit ton of money from this. I'm going to continue to crank out those checks, pay me in cash, do whatever you need to do. Like, I'm sure she shows up with a fucking big-ass LV Speedy from 15 years ago, and they just slide them in mm-hmm. by the 20s in there, and there she <laughs> shuffles off on her merry way. But I love that she, she is disconnected enough from, like, her relationships with the other women and also from the show that even if she's strategic, like, no other housewife do we know – would have the finale that she had last season where she's like, you guys aren't going to discuss this on camera. Oh no, it's a hundred percent going to be on camera. She has a tantrum, locked herself in her bedroom. And I come out of that thinking like, God, is she still so fucking adorable? I can't get enough of her. Like, I don't know (laughs) what it is. If you told me in 2020 or 2032, whatever year we're actually in that I would feel so much like, I don't even know what it is. Like good vibes about Teresa. I would be like, go (laughs) fuck yourself. Like what fraud did I participate (laughs) in? Like what papers did I erroneously sign? And yet here we are. But I love the basic comparison because the meat of that is really key. And I think when people come in and they're like, I'm writing this story it is great it sets us up for success, but it's not necessarily as long lasting as being for example, a strong beta yeah. you know like regardless of how you feel somebody who's coming in who's a team player who's more empathetic or at least more strategic about how they show their empathy. I mean I always think when I think LVP I think LVP and Kyle yeah and the fact that Kyle, I don't think is there's any signs of her not going of her going anywhere. And I think a lot of that is based on the fact that like she is able to kind of stay in the background sometimes, you know, like even aside from being strategic. And I look at people on Salt Lake City and I think like Heather is a listener. Like Heather doesn't always need to be the one driving the conversation or the conflict. Like if you say something to her and she disagrees with it, she's going to react to that. But it feels like it comes from a real place. Versus Jen, where I'm like, I know that you're upset about this, and I know that you're annoyed by it, but as we discussed, because she has this costume around her of these fake assistants, yeah. like very Sonya-esque where she's renting you know, a meeting room by the hour as well as a COO. Like, yeah. <laughs> she's surrounded by these people where I'm like, I don't think this is really your life. If you start your first season by saying you have all of this stuff, that sets up a tricky...
1: Yeah, well, so then does- you have to, like, people expect you to have more later, right? Exactly. Like, we don't expect you to, at any point, have less. And it's going to be, like, kind of embarrassing when you don't, when you do, mm-hmm. right? And, but, and she is, she has set herself up high, and I'm like, but I think a lot of it is is that, she, like you said, she doesn't, she's not filming with Housewives or, like, other people. The people who, like, who have prepped her and geared her up before she walks into a party are people who are like only confirming her belief. So when she walks into like this nineteen twenties party and like she sees Mary for the two hours before her assistants have been like, Yeah, Mary sucks. You should curse her out. Blah blah blah. And she's like, Yeah, yeah, you're right. I should it's like she's being pumped up <laughs> by a coach. And then she goes she out onto the field and then she's like, ah, and everybody's like, and she comes in really smoking hot. Like, she's just like, spam, I'm ready to fight. And everybody's mm-hmm. like, dude, we just started the filming. Like, we're like, they're like, uh, and she's, and it's really funny because like at the baby shower, you're watching, like, they're doing the talk and Heather's like, uh, Heather's like crying and talking about like all of these women becoming mothers and like, Uh, and, and you can see Jen like in the back, she's sitting there and she's just like, when is, when do I get to talk? Like, you can like read it in her, but she's like, I don't get, I didn't come here because I care about these pregnant girls literally at all. She's like, I came here to film and so that I can talk and like be at the center of attention. Even she does like, she goes to like two houses in episode or at the beginning of that, like episode three. And I'm like, she's on a tour in the same outfit. She's like, went to Mary's house or she went to Meredith's oh house. God. And um, whose house was she at at the beginning? She's was at someone else's house, but like in the same outfit and then like went to go to Meredith's house. And I'm like, girl, you're working hard, I see. But like, we could have <laughs> at least like changed the outfit in between to make it look like you were filming these on separate days. Um, oh my God. But she's on, it's tour to Jen and she wants everyone on like on her team.
0: You know, what's interesting to me, I didn't expect her to be as insulted as she obviously was when Meredith was like, I don't I, I like if she was as insulted by Meredith saying, like, I have to cancel our sleepover. Wait until she watches the episode where her kids are like, this person is disgusting. I felt very uncomfortable. That's why you were no longer allowed to have that sleepover. Like, that's a little bit like I wish you were you waited on some of that indignation because that would have really helped you when you see the reality. But, um. What did you think of Brooks's reaction and Meredith's reaction to Jen's behavior and then Jen's reaction to the invite being rescinded based on no actual information? Yeah. to influence how upset she was. Like yeah. both about her behavior as as well as her own idea of the fact that this shows that Meredith isn't um uh being a good enough ally uh
1: okay so i one i adore that brooks is like i took off school to support my mom when really what he means is i took off school to be on real housewives of salt lake city (laughs) like i was like you didn't you came literally because you wanted to be on the show and like
0: god bless him and
1: i love brooks oh my god he's so funny uh and he's great because he's like he got a confessional i'm like we got a gay and a confessional. This is a bit, this is like a milestone. Like this is like the first brick at fucking Real Housewives. Like, Brooks through the first brick. He's great.
0: This is the Salt Lake City Stonewall. And, and, I, we know, are here for and I
1: think he's also play I think he's also playing up his like distaste for what Jen did, right? Like he's mm-hmm. not like that. I he doesn't seem to be the type of person who's actually, but he knows that it's good that it's like Good enough drama to be like she was like being inappropriate, like just because it'll get him a little more screen time and it worked, mm-hmm. and then it and it and it also like creates this big rift because he puts his mom in this position where she's like, well, I have to find a reason to uninvite her, and like all I have to say is like my kids weren't, I can't say like Brooks was disgusted because you kept screaming grinder and flashing your vagina, um, so I have to say that like Chloe wants to spend time with me, and then. Jen's reaction, of course, because her life is the show, right? Like that's mm-hmm. it. She's she's like, she's canceling the sleepover. And I'm like, You're a grown woman. What do you mean? You're having like it's like to me very short sure. and like she's like, I can't believe she's canceling our sleepover. I'm like, babe, you're like in your forties. We're not what are you talking like you're late forties, right? You're you're freaking out about a screen like a sleepover. Uh, i can't
0: imagine a sleepover that wasn't created by alcohol yeah at a friend's house i don't see it
1: i'm like no and even then i'm like no if there's a cab available (laughs) like as long as my phone is charged that i have uber i'm going back to my house um so she makes this big ordeal about it but it's really just because Uh, I think that she also knows that she wants, she desperately wants to hold Meredith as like her friend, right? Mm -hmm. Like the way that Mm -hmm. like Lisa and Kyle had that and the way that like, there was like everybody like create, like, there's always a good, it makes good housewife when you have two people who Mm -hmm. are like really well aligned with each other. And on this show, Mm -hmm. you don't seem to see that yet. Right. Like where you like with Meanie and Kim, we were like Nene and Kim are great, and then like mm-hmm. to watch that fall apart was like was like sad but funny and cool of like w- what made part of like Atlanta great. And I think that mm-hmm. Jen is looking for an ally uh, because I think she knows that she's kind of out on a limb with a lot of things, so she needs to have like someone who's good, like good friend. And I don't see any; none of them seem to really know each other that well, which is uh, very um, like they don't know each other in the way that like, early, like, most beginning seasons seem to have people, like, I'm, like, you guys seem actually kind of not friends, which might, which is working, I think, for them, but, like, when we look back at, like, like, Jill and Bethany and, like, Mm -hmm. Ramona and Jill, like, these are people they're, like, we're on the show, but, like, we've been hanging out for 20 years, and, like, there's no, like, I didn't know you 20 years ago, like, that's not even an option for them to say to each other, They're like, they at your house, like, every week, where, like, they were already a friend group, and it feels like Salt Lake City girls are not that way. I don't know, but, like, uh, but, really? but don't you, but, like, do they seem like they really know each other very well? Like, I do not believe for one second that, like, Heather, Meredith, and Lisa have ever hung out a day before uh, in their lives before they, like, got on this show. I think that they were
0: friendly. Yeah, you're making some valid points. I mean, like, the Bethany-Jill thing, I think Bethany and Jill became very, very close while filming New York. Like, prior to filming, Jill was the one, I think, who suggested Bethany, if I remember correctly. Yeah. And with Salt Lake City, allegedly the center. So like every, every franchise, there's some person who is the connector. Like, tell us your friendships, tell us your relationships, and we'll build around that. New York, to what I remember, it was Jill. Beverly Hills, it was Kyle. Like, this person saying, like, I have this contact, you should, you know, even, you know, suggesting Camille, who she wasn't a big fan of. Like, here are people who would be good on camera, regardless of how close I am allegedly that person on Salt Lake City was Lisa Barlow because this wasn't really seen as a Housewives show. It was seen as a show about women in business, which is, by the way, probably why she was so pissed at um, uh, Whitney, whose name I keep forgetting, I don't know why, for talking about the Vita tequila stuff because she's like, don't fuck with my business. This is all about my business. But allegedly Lisa was that person who connected people, which, P.S., Right, and it raises the question, I thought you didn't know, Heather, how did you recommend her? Right, mentor, yeah. But I think it's related to this, like, I knew her, but I didn't, quote unquote, know no. her. Yeah. You know, like, I knew of her apparently flashing uh, or whatever else, Um, but, like, I, I wasn't close to her. So I think understanding that allegedly, and I could be completely wrong, if Lisa was the person connecting the dots with casting and production, I do think that she's close with Meredith. I think that they have a genuine close bond that we haven't seen a ton of because it's not really like the foundation of anything, we don't necessarily need it, yeah. and it's not necessarily connected to any of the drama that we're seeing, but it exists. Which, you know, if it's not a Nene Kim thing, I mean, how how many people could, like, replicate that yeah. craziness? Um, at least we know that there was some sort of deep friendship, allegedly, that existed. And maybe we'll see some of that come out. Maybe we won't. Yeah. I mean, I think Meredith kept pretty quiet during the Le- Lisa-Heather fight over the thumbs-up, thumbs-down Um so I don't know that like Meredith's the kind of person to hurt insert herself, but I do find it really interesting that Jen is looking at Meredith less as like a friend who hurt my feelings and more as like an ally I was going to use as a pawn. Who's like turned to a different queen. You yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. You were like, um, she, I just think that she, and I don't know how long that like this fight like lasts, Right. But, I mean, obviously, the preview for, like, the next episode, like, Jenna's, like, Mm. full, like, full meltdown. Like, how are you hanging out with someone who, like, uh, who married their granddad? And I'm like, okay. Uh, So she's, I think she's more invested in this fight than she should be because I think, like, we need to pick a new fight, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Some fights are fun. Some fights are fun for, like, an episode or two. Mm -hmm. And it's like, ha, that was really funny and good. This is, it's not a season long drama, right? Like, we have to create, mm-hmm. like, they, for your storyline, you have to create something else. And I think that's like, Jen is like, heart, or yeah, Jen's harping on it because it is kind of ridiculous and it is funny. Like, the longer it goes on, the more ridiculous it seems to like an audience. Like, but I also think that, like, in five or six episodes, if we're still talking about you smell like a hospital it's not going to be good for it's not going to look good like audiences aren't going to like it and i don't think like people are going to like jenna over it so she's got to find a new storyline and i think that's really what it is is that she came in wants to be the og and then didn't really have a storyline to fight and so she's got to try and figure out how to do that this might be one of the only seasons where we don't have a clear og by the end of it which is that's okay too i think that's fine
0: yeah I think it's all about I totally agree with you and I also feel like it's the glory of having this kind of ensemble which just feels honestly so unique It, feel, it really, they, do, they feel
1: very different they absolutely Quite. there is a different energy watching these six people who like well because you don't know it feels chaotic a little bit because usually you can kind of like predict some things in, like, Housewife world, you're like, okay, I see where this is gonna go, and, like, mm-hmm. I know exactly who you're gonna talk to about it, and I know exactly, mm-hmm. like, where we're going to be four episodes from now, you can kind of predict them there, like, because uh, because you're also aware that, like, that the women on the show watch other seasons of the show, right? Mm-hmm. So like, exactly. they're So, like, they're picking up cues from other people, so they see what's happening, and you know that coming in as a new franchise when like so many franchises exist already, you're like fighting an uphill battle. Like, there's so many Housewives franchises coming in like 20, like we're getting Salt Lake City after we've already got so many franchises mm. to keep up with. I'm like, I don't even Amen. keep up with all of them anymore. I can't watch them. I'm like, I barely watch New Jersey anymore. I like, I can't do it. <gasps> I'm like, I can't. Oh
0: my gosh. Yeah.
1: It's like, I don't like, I, right now it's like New York, Potomac. Uh, like Beverly Hills,
0: Beverly Hills and Beverly
1: Hills, I'll watch. Uh, and uh, Dallas, I, I, Ooh. I. The first two seasons, like the first, mm-hmm. I think like season, season. What are they on four now? I think.
0: Is it four or five?
1: Maybe it's four or five. I think I watched like, the first three, and then I was okay. like, "You guys are, yeah, I don't know, like." I was like, I can't deal with this, like, Deandra thing with her mom. Like, that whole business. I was like, I'm getting bored with this. And then, like, Leanne Locke and mm. Luckin went a little, a little, mm, for me. But, uh, they're coming in, like, new, as a new set of Housewives, having probably watched all the other Housewives. They've seen their, like, where it succeeds, where it fails, etc. And they've also, they're incorporating, but they also have, uh, religious beliefs that like guide a lot of their entire personalities and way of life mm-hmm. in a way that like it doesn't uh that didn't happen and it doesn't happen on other seasons that way because mm-hmm. their religion it comes second to their wealth in almost every they're like I'm just rich and I'm like maybe they go to church you see like a housewife go to church like once every like blue moon because they're mm-hmm. it's usually something that I say they're bored right and like you're going to church, I'm like, you're going to church because you don't have anything better to do for the show. Like, you don't have a storyline this month. So you're going to church, and they're like, nah, being a perfect Mormon is what we do, and this is, like, kind of how we live our lives, and, like, they're always, like, everything is in proximity or in the eye of the church in a different way that, like, is guide. And then they're doing that, and I'm like, they're probably all battling, like, uh... Well, how does our religion view us being real housewives? Right. Like right. they're like, I have to go to church and see people uh like LDS, like all of and see like Lisa Barlow's like, I right, I already have a tequila company. They probably think that's bad. And she's like <laughs> and she's she's this like she's worse. like, I'm I have a tequila company and I'm on real housewives. Like she's she thinks she's gonna be Heather in a month. And like that's really mm. what it is. Uh, I think that's why she also has a thing against Heather is that, like, she probably is just, like, Heather seems a lot more free than Lisa is, who's, like, trying to keep mm. up with this, like, appearance of being, like, a perfect Mormon when I'm, like, babe, you're not, like, you're not really nailing that. Uh, but I do love that. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, you didn't stick the landing. Babe. Like, babe. I don't
0: know. I don't know. It's like, on the rocks. <laughs> like much like a tequila. You're,
1: like, you're not. Like, you're that you're we're pretending not, is top shelf yeah like I'm like it's not top shelf tequila I love it's that it's not top shelf that, tequila that. <laughs> I
0: googled it it's 36 <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. and I love the I love the fight over sponsored tequila too I'm like you're oh. complaining about how people drink the free tequila like it's okay oh what did you think bartenders do with these events you think that they're sober watching you guys act a fool the whole time like no they're getting drunk too what are you talking about <laughs> You're paying, they're topless and you're paying them like $12 an hour. Of course they're getting wasted on the free, on your free mid-level tequila. And
0: also, if the fact that Whitney asked her, which it does appear that Whitney called her and was like, hey, how are you? Oh, how are you? Oh, I'm just planning for my vow renewal, but our bar is empty. How what's What are you up to? You know, like, it does appear like she was angling for free product. If she also got free bartenders, like, my thought would be, Maybe I'm totally wrong, but my thought would be like, pay for, you know, get the booze donated, but you should pay the bartenders yourself Yeah, or get the booze donated. The bartenders come to you. It's your responsibility to say to them, I would think at the beginning of the event, like these are like the rules, like I would prefer for you not to. And then at the end of the night, blah, blah, blah. Because for you to get everything free and then say, here are my issues with it, isn't necessarily yeah, I don't think ideal that lisa, like i get lisa's perspective
1: well i don't think that lisa got i don't think that lisa provided her the bartenders i i i
0: thought she did i thought that they were her bartenders and lisa was like i'll never use them again but i don't even know if lisa was invited to the event but is didn't the problem. lisa but
1: isn't lisa i'm sorry was it was it whitney who complained about the bartenders being drunk or was yeah. it lisa
0: No, Whitney was like, hey, Lisa, thanks for that gift. And speaking of that gift, here are the six problems that I had with it. Like my bar got fucked up. Your people were drunk. They also, some of my like high-priced, rum from wherever got opened and some and you know my casamigos or whatever got like fucked with or something like that and lisa was like cool you asked me for all of this and now you're complaining about it and you're also saying in some way that like my company is bad because i provided these people who you're saying did a disservice yeah so like where's the appreciation and and you're saying this on camera and also like why wasn't lisa there like i would think Unless she had another event, I would think if I was providing the bar and I'm this business person, whatever else, I would be attending the event. Yeah. You know, if my shit was going to be donated and featured so heavily, I was surprised she wasn't there. Well, but...
1: especially, yeah, especially considering that, like, you're on a show together, right? Like, if they're, like, mm-hmm. you don't need to go to every event that you sponsor. She probably, like, it's Vita Tequila. I could call. Right. I could probably just, call like, them tomorrow to and be like. I'm going a party somewhere in New York, and they'd be like, "Sure, we'll send you a case for it, like whatever." Yeah, as long as, like, as long as our monic- like, as long as our logo is on, like, a step and repeat. Mm-hmm. That's all they really care about is that right. uh is sponsoring events in that way. But like, you're on a show with this woman, so like, you probably should have been at said event. I didn't real. I for some reason I thought Lisa was the one who was talking about, but I don't. I so now, yeah, I don't know why you're you not being able to stop your staff, the people that are like paid to be there or whatever, or like controlling people at your event who are working for it is not Lisa's problem, honestly. Uh,
0: Right. Like, I think it's good. I think it's good to know. So, you know, maybe not to work with these people anymore if they were genuinely breaking glass and like breaking into her liquor cabinet. However, this is someone who also supplied you hundreds of dollars, at least if it's for literally hundreds of people. I don't believe that. But, like, a lot of money is worth of free alcohol and also staffing that comes at a cost. Someone has to pay these guys. It sounds like Lisa's the one who did. So do we really want to talk about, blah, 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 blah? like, yeah. maybe tell her that later. But also we're so appreciative because then we get to see it
1: on TV. But, yeah, you know? also like- <laughs> I love that Lisa. But also Lisa is – but I love Whitney's – uh, honestly, I can empathize with Whitney's. Like, I can connect with her decision to because she's like, I used you to help your... Like, it's also like, I, I went to your brand because it was going to be gifted. But like, I could have paid for it if it was going to be shitty. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't mm-hmm. have to use your like mid grade tequila and and also have your bartenders ruin my party because if that was going to be the case, I would have just bought a bar, right? Like, I, like I don't think that Whitney was hurting for the money to, like, have done it. Like, it's not like she was getting the gift because she couldn't afford to do it. I think there was also a level of, like, hey, we're on this show together. You, I know that you want to plug your product here. So, like, do you want to send the gift, like, to this party or whatever? Or I can just buy a bar. Either way. But I don't think that she was, like, asking because she couldn't, like, afford it or anything
0: i mean we're talking about this and i'm just thinking so this is obviously a housewives franchise regardless of how it was started as many housewives franchises were started not necessarily as being a housewives franchise but it's become one and it's so important to so many of us like yeah. this is like the show right now like, this is the show to watch i don't want to take away anything from that but i'm just saying is it possible that the reason that like some of us are obsessed with it is because there's a little bit I don't even I'm like thinking this in my head As I'm saying it out <laughs> loud There's like a little bit Of an energy Of like The real world Salt Lake City like Yeah Because there's so many people Forced to live together Like eight strangers Forced yeah, yeah. to <laughs> live together And get to know each other And like blah, blah 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 I used to have that memorized I always assumed I was going to audition for it And I absolutely did not Because uh, <laughs> it became something different By the time I was of age But there is that kind of vibe Of like the their friends, You know and it's housewives and it's escapist but it is also like one person is the archetype for this personality trait then there's somebody else who's diametrically opposed and there's somebody else who's diametrically opposed and then there's somebody else who's very different from their cousin but they're both on it but like there's an interesting thing because they're so different like it does feel like any personality type that I could ever want or background it's not even the person here's the difference is that it's not even the personality type it is the fucking background yeah. we have a Jew who converted to Mormonism we have a Mormon who converted to being a uh, Muslim we have um, we have whatever Mar- P- Pentecostal Mary who married her step grandfather who's got a lot going on <laughs> I want to hear more about the son like there's so much different shit that's happening that's like unrelated to even the friendships.
1: Like oh yeah, just, absolutely. they is fucking lives, secretly
0: separated. Their, like, their lives are so their different. Lives,
1: their lives as people uh, honestly are like if I had the background that most of these people, I would not put it on reality television, right? Like, going right. and you're like, I'm a woman who married my step-granddaddy for a lot of money. Like, I don't, I, you could, like, that is something I would never want millions of people to know about, right? Like, I would take my money, let the people in my community know and judge me for it, whatever. But it, like, I'd still be rich and in private, right? Like, if you're, like, excommunicated, like, billionaire divorcee from the church of Latter-day Saints, Mm -hmm. like, I would not be, like, Who's running like a like you said, a health spot with needles. I would not be like, hi, uh, yeah, sign me up for television. But they all said yes, which makes them it is you're right. You you're absolutely right. It is background. It's that they all came into this, like, shouldn't, shouldn't having not should have done that, right? Like every other housewife, like, even if we look at like the housewife structure of most of the other ones, I mean, the good background, like. Jersey had, like, crazy background, which made it really, mm-hmm. like, when it started, which was, like, great. There was, like, a really, there was a big family dynamic to it that was, like, mm-hmm. and, like, super dramatic. But most of the other women, their background was, like, I'm rich. Like, that was, like, they didn't have, like, some <laughs> big, like, Heather, like, Kyle, like, Kyle and Kim Richards. Mm-hmm. We didn't really know. They're, like, we're like mm-hmm. we're famous child stars, and we're rich. Lisa Ren is, like, mm-hmm. I'm a rich woman. Like, it's just, like, people being rich, they don't have, like, some really weird story that's, like, already fucked up uh, bringing them to the show. The, the What brought them to the show was that they were rich and bored. These people are, like, rich, damaged, and shouldn't be on television. And they're like, let's all be oh, so on TV together. I'm so glad that mm-hmm. they are, too. But when we looked at, like, the beginning of, like, uh, even New York, they were just rich. That's it. Jill Zarin's like, I'm rich and I'm bored, so we're going to have to be on this show.
0: Having a secret wasn't the key to entry. And And on Salt Lake City, it feels like the admission ticket. Everybody's got a secret. secret.
1: Everybody's got some weird secret. Oh, my God. It's so... It's going to be wild. I... I'm very excited for this. I'm also excited for the after watching this. I'm like, how do you recruit a new house life into this? Right. I'm like, can
0: you imagine <laughs> we're going to be eaten alive and we're going to watch it? Yeah. It's going to be a Bravo TV exclusive or on the app. You're going to become a Bravo insider and you're going to watch somebody be disemboweled in halfway into season two. <laughs> like, I will, I will pay like, any money. You're going to have all my emails. I was like, you're
1: going to have to shake it up. And I'm like, who's going to be the new crazy Nobody. rich Mormon that comes like, who's crazy enough to join this? Or who's
0: crazy enough to join this knowing what these women have done? done, Like, it's bad enough that, like, maybe you'll be frowned upon in your friend group, IRL, in whatever community in Utah. But now it's like, now you know that, like, one of your cast members married... Her like
1: yeah maybe
0: the guy who was her Santa Claus at like family think at family Christmas like it's possible like it's like and bringing
1: someone in after like after the drama that's like going to erupt on this season right and like because there's like I mean they had to record like they for if I'm. Correct. I don't know. But someone told me that there was like that they were like recording the show and that it got put off because like things got a little too like things were like too crazy in Salt Lake or something like that. And like that they I that like they were like, are we going to be able to like Bravo didn't want to air? I don't know. It was like a blog thing that somebody was talking about how they'd been recording the show and then they like recorded more. they, They went back and recorded more stuff because like. So much of it, because it was just, like, so messy and over the top. They were like... Oh. Yeah. It's like, apparently... I don't feel
0: like Jen Shaw is involved in that. Oh, I feel absolutely. very... I'm sure she is. I'm sure she is. I'm sure she was. That's really interesting. I have no... I do i feel like there's some sort of physical altercation that happens this season why do i feel like
1: that's what i'm talking about yeah like somebody said i don't remember anything about it i don't remember anything about it really either i just know that like i uh a friend of mine was talking, and they were like salt lake City's like off the hinges apparently and they had read it in a blog that like it, it it goes kind of like really really wild which I'm very excited about. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah,
0: I can't wait to see <laughs> like, that.
1: How could they get me worried? I like. I can't wait. Uh, wait, can I ask
0: you? Can I ask you one quick question before we schedule? Which is speaking of altercations, huh? whose side, Monique v Candace v everybody else?
1: Uh, I'm kind of Team Monique. If we're being honest, I got time to talk. No, we about have to be so like, let's talk Tell about me,
0: it. tell me your thoughts and feels. Tell me your thoughts so and feels.
1: So I am. Team Monique, only because Candace, she plays too much. And I'm like, you have antagonized her for mm-hmm. literally, for this is like the second season now, right? Where like mm-hmm. this person was your friend, and for some reason, whatever it is, and I think it's because Candace feels more comfortable arguing with Monique because she knew her really well, right? So, like, when you have a friend and you kind of know how they're going to react and the type of person that they're going, and and you know what they're like when they're mad, you know what they're like in a fight, Mm -hmm. all of that. Candace is, like, I don't like Candace generally. And then she's, like, adds on to it, like, this, like, consistent, like, antagonizing of Monique. Uh, Mm -hmm. And Monique lost it. And I'm like, I would have lost it, too. Like, you have been, she's been a pain in her side uh, the entire time. And then, like, Candace is like carrying on about it. I'm like, she didn't like murder you. She pulled your hair. Like she like she didn't, like, she didn't didn't punch you in the like she pulled your hair. And I'm like, listen, if I'm like, Portia literally dragged Kenya across a reunion Mm -hmm. floor. Uh they had uh New Jersey had like a big brawl at like a like at a christening. Um,
0: Oh, my God. That christening brawl was the most violent thing we've ever seen on Bravo TV. It was insane. Absolutely times a thousand. That christening was fucking wild.
1: Like, insane. So I'm like, you, I was like, this hair pulling is not, like, you're calling the cops. Like, what's going on? Like, you're, like, it's just too much. I don't like Candace because I think she's making it. And I'm like, can we just move on with the show now? Like, you and Monique clearly don't like each other that's fine, y'all. Maybe it's gonna be difficult. And I also don't like the way that all the other, like, Robin and Giselle, they're fake as fuck. Because they are the two (laughs) biggest instigators in the whole show. Mm. And they're like, we cannot believe you did that. And I'm like, Robin, I'm like, Giselle, y'all are awful. And I'm like, the reason that they get away with it, because, like, she wore that like shirt that like Free Uncle Ben shirt, like all that shit. Mm-hmm. Just, I was like if Karen were a younger woman, Giselle would have got hit at that par- at that table. I'm like you you get away with it because the person that you're picking on is usually Karen Huger. And so you're picking on some, like a much older woman who's like not about to fight. But I'm like had that been Monique or someone else, Giselle would have got dragged because That's Giselle cuz Giselle they're siding with Candace because they are Candace. And they understand that, like they are that as a gal, like the two of them are spent all their time like poking and pushing and trying to get people upset uh, just so that they can like make them look silly and then they- and then like play themselves as the victim. And I'm like, no, I don't like that.
0: Aside from some of her inquisitive questions the last couple episodes, you would put Robin in that bucket? I get Giselle, but Robin?
1: Well, they're like, but they're like peas in the pod, Robin and Giselle. They're like, Mm -hmm. they're like always encouraging each other. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, you, I'm like, and Robin goes in that bucket for me because like, if you back and support Giselle's behavior... Then like, I don't really want to hear your opinion on Monique losing it on Candace because yeah. Giselle is just Candace in a different wig. Like they are the same, right. like they're the same girl. They do the same thing. They push the same buttons. And then I think like now Robin is, I, I love that. Like she's pushing back on, uh, on Jamal and Mm -hmm. they're like you don't have but like you don't bring your man around like it's very weird blah 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 blah. and i'm excited to see that because i'd like to see robin and giselle like fight and fall out honestly i think that would make you what i think that it would make the show i think the show would be so much i think it would be so much better if they were like imagine robin and giselle on opposite sides of something
0: It will never happen.
1: Never. But, like, imagine it, how much better this show would be. Like, how good would this show be if we could sever those two and have them, like, fighting with each other, like, in a disagreement? Because then it blows up everything, right? Like, all the alliances change. Everything has to change if the two of them are on opposite sides of an issue uh karen huger is having her best season this season which is good for her season i'm like you're killing it babe she's like on top of the world (laughs) everybody else i love their it's so good but i'm like over the fight drama i'm like we need to do something else ashley darby she i that is a mess uh and i but she's pregnant again they're like,
0: she is she's having another baby boy yeah, yeah, she just announced a, yeah, it. yeah i'm like
1: so she's michael
0: have, jr jr uh
1: between like michael i'm like you need to divorce mm-hmm. michael must be very wealthy like that's not, i'm like
0: i think he has like 20 mil i want to say or something crazy like in actual money not housewives money where you say you have 100 million dollars and you have 475 like, yeah he has actual wealth tied up in his like real estate
1: yeah stuff and so i'm like he's like i'm like the the money must really be there for you to be sent, because I'm like, You're gorgeous. You're what, thirty mm-hmm. years old? I was like and She's so young. And you're and you're putting up with like this sixty year old fuck boy. Like, what's going on? And like he's like running around, sleeping around, taking people back to the hotel, and you're like you're calling him stressed out about like get can you get home to, to our child mm-hmm. that we have? And he's like, I can't talk to you and hang up on you. What? Uh, it's wild. I just like couldn't imagine being thirty and putting up with that, like that. And
0: I, I, and I, I'm nervous for her in like the next couple episodes because all of this is coming out that she gave. I don't even know what the phrase is. I don't know if it's technically a character statement or something. But as Giselle and Robin said, it's less about what Ashley, the way that Ashley is saying it, it's less about Ashley like lifting up Monique and testifying and and echoing Monique's good character and more about Candace's bad behavior as a defense, but I don't know if it's what lawsuit it's being used in. I don't know if it's it doesn't sound like it's being used by her attorney in the charges filed by Candace, it would make sense if it was being used in, like, the counter charges or mm-hmm. countersuit. But regardless, I mean, that's very, very tricky territory, and these women are going to attempt to, like, tear her apart for making that decision, regardless of how you feel about it. Yeah. I mean, it's, she's going to have a tough couple episodes. Yeah.
1: she's Yeah. It's not going to be nice for her, I think. But I think also she did it knowing that, like, it well has to come to to Monique's defense or Monique's not on the show mm-hmm. anymore right really like that's right. where like like that's what like that's where it seems that we're at with this is like how do we do we keep Monique uh mm-hmm. or is this the end of Monique because she pulled Candace's hair and like we're and like if we're gonna get rid of someone it shouldn't be like I don't care if Monique did the wrong thing Candace should still go I don't like these. Oh, I
0: totally agree with you. I'm I think like, Candace is actually the most toxic. One of the most toxic housewives of all time. Yeah. Genuinely judging by her behavior online and like even what she said about Ashley when Ashley was heavily pregnant, like that we've never really yeah, it's she's she a is nasty so reactive person, and so abusive and toxic. Like, yeah. I'm like
1: you're a nasty person and you got mm-hmm. what and like Monique got gave you what you deserve because honestly, she needed it because I think that uh, and like it, and even worse, it hasn't made her better, right? And, like, you think mm-hmm. that, like, Monique, like, pulling your hair and, like, almost beating the shit out of you might make you change. But it's honestly made her just, de- like, I'm like, you seem to double down on your behavior. Mm-hmm. Which is, exactly. I'm like, you don't, like, even if someone hits you, right? Like, the idea is always, like, people are, like, violence not the answer, blah, 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 whatever. I'm like, but what did you do? Like, did you, do you take any responsibility for the fact that like you got this person so upset and you've been Mm -hmm. doing, and it's not like you got her upset in 45 minutes. This is literally Mm -hmm. two seasons of you like Mm -hmm. coming after her at every turn and coming after everyone. And she is a really toxic person. I don't like Candace. I've never, I have never really fucked with her. Like even in the beginning when she was like, when she had like first come in and she was friends with Monique, I still didn't like her then. Something was always off to me, and she's she's a really she's bad vibes. She's really bad vibes.
0: Excuse me. Do you think Monique will be back? I don't know.
1: I don't know. She's also she don't need this show. She's like
0: she so does not need this show. She's
1: like I don't need it. I'm rich. I have my babies and I have my man. I don't think that she really needs that. I think that this show was like fun for Monique to do. But I don't mm-hmm. think that she's invested in housewife culture enough to where, like, uh, to where she'll come back and want to, like, or even that they'll want to have her back. But I just think that, like, getting rid of Candace is really, like, I get rid of Candace and bring somebody new in. The problem is with the is I'm like, I don't know how many people are, like, willing to sign up for that. Um, but mm-hmm. I think that they, I think they, did, they need a cast reshape for sure. They need a new housewife, at least one. Someone else to focus on.
0: Yeah, and I feel like everything that I'm hearing coming out of the reunion, which just filmed, is, like, it was very intense, yada, yada, yada. And I'm nervous that it was very uh, intense on Monique's side because she's considering it her, like, swan song. And she wants to, you know, go out swinging, for lack of a better phrase. Like, I'm nervous that she's, like, leaving everything there. You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, really, really fighting back. And it's because she doesn't want to do this anymore, which I can appreciate. It's definitely not fun for her in the way that it ever was prior. Yeah. Um, but I I would love for her to stay. I, I do agree. I, think, I just think Candace is so toxic that there's nowhere to go from this. I don't want to see Candace going through her motherhood journey. I think that's just going to be really tough because of her relationship with her mom. I just think it's going to be, like, really intense in a way that we don't necessarily – you know need to see and Potomac is such a strong franchise like maybe the strongest as far as like an existing franchise it just produces on a level that's superior superior and probably more organic than anybody else yeah
1: their drama is very very real and that's what like everybody all of their drama that's unfolding is super super real and none of it is like Uh, it's not really manufactured or like having to take like one thing you said like out of context and making it a big fight in the way that like a lot of like a lot of other franchises have kind of like become that way unfortunately where they're like Mm -hmm. we have to take this like little bit of you doing this one thing and make it like a whole like Denise Richards has to make a whole episode like three episode arc Mm -hmm. out of the fact that someone was talking about threesomes near her child and I'm like Mm -hmm. like babe we don't care about this like this is not like (laughs) No, like, this is not a thing for us to, like, really, mm-hmm. especially, and, like, you're Denise Richard. Your children, like, you're, I think, like, their dad is Charlie Sheen. I don't think that, like, hearing the word threesomes is going to send them off of a cliff, right? Like, they're not, like, that's not the thing that's going to send them in the wrong direction. So, it seems.
0: Were you team Denise, or you weren't team Denise? You were team everybody else? Uh you're giving me team everybody else vibes right now Philip Henry and I don't appreciate it but I want to hear more I
1: kind of wasn't team Denise I don't I yeah,
0: it sounds like you were it. I
1: <laughs> like I liked Denise Richards but I was not team Denise I was like girl get up like you're gonna like cease and desist the whole like like because they're talking about things that you don't like that are true, though, right? Like, that's the thing. I'm like, you're yeah. on this show. These things are true. Why are you... Like, you came on this show. The drama was going to happen and unfold. I do not... I just generally don't like anyone on these shows that tries to shut down an aspect right, of the show. about the show. Or talking yeah, on you. the show. And on... Because it's something that they deem too embarrassing for them, right? I'm mm-hmm. like, well, you should not have come on the show, right? Because mm-hmm. that, like eventually all the drama is going to come out, whatever it is, and if you don't like it, and so many people have like have have gone through it and mm-hmm. and bared through it and it actually they turn out better for it, right? Like mm-hmm. like you said, like Teresa went to jail, came back, mm-hmm. and then like people like seems a lot more reasonable. But shouldn't try and mm-hmm. shut down people talking about <laughs> shouldn't try and shut down people talking about the fact that like her and her husband were about to go to jail. Like, well,
0: she didn't love it. I'll say that she yeah, didn't no, she love wasn't, it. She but... didn't. She wasn't sending him any papers. I think her lawyers were already pretty busy as it was. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> like they were like, you, you know what I'm saying? Class.
0: Like she's not adding on a
1: billable hour. Exactly. Like they, they're like, babe, we can't focus on that. But like everyone who's gone through something on the show that like is like pretty embarrassing, and like lots mm-hmm. of the women have. They just like go through it. And Denise Mm -hmm. literally wanted to shut it all down, blame all of her castmates for talking about Mm -hmm. it. And I'm like, nobody. And like, this is honestly good, fun drama to me. I'm like, this, Mm -hmm. I was like, you and Brandy, like, this is, this could have been your, this could have made you a star on this show. You could have been like, I can't believe she's telling people this. But like, let's not act like it didn't happen because I don't think that. I just don't see like Brandy making it up. It just seems like so, like, it's very, very strange. Uh, I was team everybody else. I was not team Denise. I really was. Wow. No.
0: Some takes from Phil. I'm
1: <laughs> I was that not team I Denise.
0: am going to unpack in my head for the next hour. <laughs> <world letter. laughs> Um, Philip Henry you need to come back during the Potomac reunion cycle because I want to okay. hear your thoughts on Ashley V everyone else and I love talking to you can you tell the people how to follow you online and support uh, yeah. your work writer comedian Philip Henry uh,
1: yeah follow me on Twitter or Instagram at major celebrity um, and yeah I'm always tweeting about housewives uh, I was love tweeting that. about housewives before I came to, before we started to record this
0: oh my god i, like, I need to see this
1: whitney is, is uh, they're living i'm living they have everything <laughs> this season has everything i cannot wait for more rtoa i'm only i'm honestly sad now because like they released episode three early so we're not getting a new episode probably for like two weeks know i'm like i'm not i know which like i'm like you're telling me i have to wait till after thanksgiving to like to see this roaring 20s party and see jen meltdown it's really really sad
0: downer Hopefully they leak something. I don't know if they will, but I would appreciate it if they were. Bravo, gods, if you're listening. Um, (laughs) Guys, (laughs) I put up a full Patreon hour-long exclusive Patreon episode of Andy's Girls with the talk of shame kiki from the talk of shame talking a lot deep dives into salt lake city and southern charm among other places so look for that andy's girls uh patreon.com slash andy's girls
1: always good to remember
0: the link which will also be in the show notes for this week's episode and you know it's the number one way to support ag and yours truly and me buying a pair of shoes and sometimes paying my rent and you can follow me on instagram at dame galley tons of how Housewives, polls, IG stories, scoop, blind items during the week, as well as some amaze photos and videos um, from Bravo never before seen. And um, guys, hopefully everybody has a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Hopefully, hopefully staying wherever I'm you sh- currently please are. Stay
1: home. Oh my Please God.
0: stay home. Um and we can't wait to talk to you soon. Philip Henry, what um which housewife are you, just top of mind, they don't even have to be on TV. Which housewife are you right now most thankful for this Thanksgiving? Who uh, is getting your Thanksgiving muzzle? Uh LuAnn
1: I always so thankful nice. for Luann. She's my favorite housewife.
0: Oh, my God, I love that. And I'm just going to say, because we've been talking about Salt Lake City, I really am very thankful for Heather Gay. And so I'm just going to say, um, happy Thanksgiving, Turkey Mazel, to, or Toferky Mazel, rather, <laughs> to, to um, my new uh, spiritual queen, Heather Gay. And, guys, stay safe, wear a mask. We can't wait to talk to you again soon. I'm putting up a second Patreon episode this weekend, so look forward to that, a deeper dive into all things Potomac and a crazy uh, blind item about a Beverly Hills Housewife. And we'll talk to you later, guys. Happy
1: Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Thank you.